This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freakin'. I should change the woman in the opening from Dana Loesch. I don't even remember what the story was, but I remember I kept saying, Dummy, Dummy Mama Dana or some shit when we did it. I should change it from Dana Loesch to Lauren Boebert, shouldn't I? That would be funny. Good evening. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. It's a freaking Monday. Justin's still experiencing the malaise that he was experiencing last night. Told the Discord I took a nap before the show. I was like, if I don't wake up, that's why I'm not on. I woke up, though. I didn't say the stream may not happen. I did not say that. <laughs> I... The strike. We're not. We're not even gonna cover the strike. I, I took it. I took a cat nap with the cats. We're gonna get the update on the UAW tomorrow night. I promise you, I'm gonna be back in true form tonight. Is if you don't like murder and mayhem, tonight's not the show for you. Uh, we're gonna do a couple bullshit stories at the end, but it's predominantly like some really horrendous things going on. Yeah, Warlord is referencing the... A, apparently, India was behind the assassination of a Sikh in Canada. I haven't even looked at the story yet. But, like, we've got... Five mass shootings and, like, two different manhunts. One has come to an end. One is still ongoing. I don't understand poutine... Um, I had it with Sparkles. We did a, we went to a, a real high upscale, uh, steakhouse. We had poutine. That was the first time I'd ever had it. The Bratad. Warlord. Simp. Good evening, my friends. I don't understand. Like, it was all right. I mean, like, it, it didn't, it wasn't revolting. But, like, I, you could have fried those cheese curds and dipped them in some marinara or something, and I would have I would have liked it a lot more. I want to hear... I don't want to hear anything about food from the, from the resident Brit here. Your guys' brown sauce still fucks with me. I don't get that shit. Americans get... Fair enough, simp. I would... I would... I would withhold, if I went to Canada, I would have some true Canadian poutine to try it out to make sure. But once again, I went to a, a very upscale steakhouse is where we had this poutine. Everything else we had there was amazing. So I imagine it wasn't really just the poutine. I just really didn't care for it. I just, there's other things you could do with those cheese curds. I think I would like a lot better. The sauce comes from the Houses of Parliament. What? Fair enough, fair enough, simp. But I will tell you that, like, we had the Osabuco there, and holy shit, that is still one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. All right, fucking shit, you guys are making me hungry again, like you did the other night. Here's your meme of the day. Boomers presented with the option of creating a better uh, society for their children. Or lead poisoning. Boomers just stuck their head right in a pile of lead. 
I Jake Jacobs got in my my inbox the other day. He he posted some stupid fucking meme uh, about Hunter Biden, and I once I in the thread cited all my sources. Devin Archer testified Joe Biden didn't know. Here's Lev Parnas saying there was evidence planted on the laptop. Blah 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 blah. DJ Dub, good evening. I I have not slept well like the last four, five, six days. And last night I had I had to get a project done and I stayed up until five or six in the morning. I worked my like I took a short break after I finished the stream. Venus, good evening. Lead or lead, I'm not I'm not exactly sure the, the correct pronunciation. <laughs> God I love you guys so much. Stop it. Stop it. We're just going to go ahead and get to the news. I'm not even going to bullshit because, as I said, I want to play some video games. I did. I, I worked until 5 o'clock in the morning. I desperately wanted, you know, I was hoping to finish up by 3 and play some video games for like an hour or so. I've been playing Prey. Purgatorius, good evening. Snix, good evening. Yeah, like, work means money. I promise you, I promise you, Warlord, if I get the chance, I am so going to try to get my capture card working. I do, I do want to play some video game streams. I probably, I'm really funny when I'm playing video games. I'll make some hilarious fucking uh, jokes. You're loathing Starfield? Really? Tell me about it. Also, Dance Dustin Dance, you owe me a Mortal Kombat review. But apparently you were too busy watching football over the weekend to Torfield has pronouns. <laughs> Sir. Everything has pronouns. Everything has pro You say he, that's a pronoun. I mean I'm interested to know why you guys um why you guys don't like Starfield. I, which I, I can't play it. Well, I mean, I can play it on the computer if I wanted to, but it's a, it is an Xbox Windows exclusive. It is not on the PS5, which is my gaming console of choice. I, on the other hand, am playing, um, I have a PS5, Perg. I, on the other hand, am playing, I, I, my favorite type of game is for or a single player action RPG. Flash, good evening. So, story-driven, single-player action RPG is my is my deal. So, that's why I'm over here on the PlayStation. So, I'm currently playing Bethesda's actual masterpiece of a space game. It's called Prey. Uh, I was actually playing it a few years ago. And I... You guys, you guys probably don't remember. This is before the Troll Patrol started. I actually knocked my TV over. Uh, it was on a stand. I had like it could go anywhere in my apartment. I used to even take it out on my back patio. So I, I'm, at my old apartment, I had a couch on my back patio. It was a screened-in back patio, and I would take my TV, pull it, put like the cart that was on wheels, and I would pull it out onto the patio and fucking play video games on my back patio. It was so sweet. But one of the wheels fall, fell off. 
So one day I was trying to like, I was doing something. I like, I moved it somehow and it just, and my TV fell boom and uh, busted the screen. And I think Prey was what I was playing at the time. So I didn't get another TV for like a month or something before I got the, you know, the big ass fucking 70 something. By the way, don't ever buy a 75 inches is too fucking big. I, I say this as somebody like, I, I, I like my gigantic TV. It's too fucking big. You can't, <laughs> simp, you can't find a TV stand for it. Like, run-of-the-mill TV stands go up to like 55 inches. So just in case you guys are ever wondering about, uh, <laughs> love that 150 inch, and just in case you guys are ever wondering about uh, purchasing a new TV, that has been the downfall about having a 75 inch TV. It's it's kind of a bitch to deal with. It doesn't go into any car. You're gonna have to have a truck or a van to haul it. Uh, you're probably not gonna fit in any kind of an SUV, especially one of the smaller SUVs. You know, like a hatchback kind of kind of deal. Rocket, I used to play Rocket League back in the day. I'm just, I'm telling you my experience. It's hard to haul it around. You could get a wall mount, but I will tell you that uh, your standard wall mount only goes up to 55 inches. You have to get a specialty wall mount, and they are fucking expensive. I've, Flash, I've, I've looked into this. I do hate America by not owning a truck. I did own a truck. I've, most of my adult life, I owned a truck. I traded it in for a car in 2016. And I gave that car back in 2019. And biggest regret in my life was I let my mom talk me into trading in my truck to get a lease on a car. That was stupid. I granted my truck had 260, 270,000 miles on it. They gave me like 4,500 for the trade. Like it probably wasn't worth that because I beat it all to fucking hell. But it was a Toyota. And it really didn't have, like, there was no indication that it was going to fall apart anytime soon. I should have kept it. It was a 2001 Toyota Tacoma. And if I, like, I've even been looking on, like, Facebook Marketplace and shit. If I can find, like, a 2000 to 2005 Toyota Tacoma, I would get it. I would be, hey, can I have 300,000 miles on it? If you let me let me purchase it for four or five thousand dollars, absolutely, I'll get it. But yeah, Justin Justin needs to be over on that couch laying with the cats here, and gonna do my best to get through this in like an hour, hour and a half. But I will tell you, we've got a lot of shit to talk about, so it's still probably <laughs> back when I first started. Uh, before, before any of you guys were watching, this predates Warlord, um, Breed Creed used to bitch about the fact that I would barely make it an hour through the show. Now I have a hard time going less than two hours. Yeah, Flash, that's exactly, that's exactly right. That's why I want to find it in a, in like, in a, 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 somebody selling it on their, on their own. No, 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 I don't care if it's got low, well, 300,000 miles is a low mileage for a Toyota. No, I don't like Chevys very much. Tones, Tones, good evening. 
Let's start off tonight with uh, the wild transportation story that's going on. Marines continue to search for an F-35 after a mishap. Mishap. They've ordered a two-day stand-down for all jets. They found it? No, they didn't. They found debris, didn't they? I just looked. No fucking way. I'm not seeing anything that says they found it. Producer Warlord over here uh, telling us wrong. Yeah, they found debris. They found debris. Warlord is incorrect. Bad producer Warlord. Bad producer Warlord. They found debris of the jet. No, Warlord. Here's the thing. I'm getting ready to hit you with the story after this. They think it may still be flying. They think it may still be flying. PB girl. Yes, yes, yes. The Marine Corps uh, commandant said he has full confidence in the aviation units. Richard, good evening. The Marine Corps uh, acting commandant Eric Smith probably acting because Tommy Tuberville is holding up his actual promotion on Monday issued a two day stand down to take place at some point this week for all aviation units, both inside and outside the United States. The move was made in the wake of a mishap. I still want to know what kind of a mishap happened with an F 35 fighter jet in South Carolina on Sunday outside of joint base Charleston, where it had taken off from According, where it had taken off from, according to military authorities. That, that craft has not yet been located, though the military continues to search. No Marine Corps units are allowed to fly until they have a two-day discussion about safety measures and procedures. Marine Corps spokesperson said in a statement on Sunday that the missing F-35 pilot safely ejected from the aircraft. We are currently still gathering more information and assessing the situation. The mishap. Mishap seems like a commandant. Commandant. Thank you. Thank you, Tones. Mishap seems like an understatement. A spokesman at the Joint Base Charleston said the jet was left on autopilot when the, uh, the pilot ejected. White House spokesman John Kirby said later on Sunday on MSNBC that the U.S. still didn't know where the F-35 is. And he said he didn't know more about the reported mishap. Now, apparently the... Uh, pilot that ejected uh, got sent to the hospital. Breaking news tonight from South Dustin. Carolina. A Marine pilot is being treated for injuries after ejecting from a fighter jet. An F-35 like this one went down near a Marine Corps air station in North Charleston. Crews are now searching for the plane. No word on what went wrong. A second F-35 was able to land. What makes me calm? Sean Fain. Do know that they rejected, uh, I believe it was... Ford's offer earlier today. We are going. We're going to get an update. I'll, I'll. We'll do a deep dive into the strike tomorrow. We've got too many. Take a take a guess on how many mass shootings we're covering tonight. Anybody want to take a bet on how many mass shootings we're going to cover tonight? Now, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, there <laughs> apparently is a report that it could still be flying. Asking the public to help find a missing fighter jet. 
On Sunday, a pilot from the Marine Fighter Attack Training Squadron was flying the F-35 near Charleston, South Carolina. For undisclosed reasons, the pilot had to eject. The pilot parachuted safely into a neighborhood. He was taken to a hospital in stable condition. After the pilot ejected, the jet disappeared. Officials believe it crashed, but they can't find it. An alert was sent out from the Marine Corps base asking the public to get in touch if they see it. Today, the Corps has only said it's investigating the incident. Well, they didn't mention it in the story, but it says up here, Air Force says possibility missing jet is still flying. Possibility that the missing jet is still flying. As of this afternoon, this was published uh, about four or five hours ago. Possibility that the missing jet is still flying. They only covered the mass shootings. There were a couple that were shootings, but weren't mass shootings. Um, I think three is the number, Tones. I think three named it. Three hit the nail on the head. It might be four. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a milk carton meme, but that was not the milk carton. That must be a British milk carton. Our milk cartons don't look like that. It could have been four, Venus. I might be off. <laughs> We've, I'm not counting the shootout with cops that we're getting ready to watch either as a mass shooting. <laughs> uh, the big story that we covered last night was the shooting of an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy. I was pleasantly surprised that when I checked BitChute uh, for comments on the clip I posted, they were all overwhelmingly um, positive towards my assessment of the cops. However, if you read what they wrote, they hate the cops. But they also think the cops are working for some kind of Zionist cabal or some shit. So I probably shouldn't have read all the comments. <laughs> why, why can't you have the right position without interjecting racism into it, you fucks? Damn it, bitch shoot. A suspect is in custody in L.A. County. Following the shooting of a sheriff's deputy over the weekend. And we are learning more about a deadly ambush attack on a Los Angeles Sheriff's deputy. The suspect taken into custody early this morning. Tim Pullman explains how detectives tracked him down. Early Monday morning in Palmdale, California, investigators dressed in tactical gear, arresting a man they believe is connected to the murder of Los Angeles County Deputy Sheriff Ryan Klinkenbrumer. The suspect has been identified as 29-year-old 29, 29 Kevin Gatiano Salazar of Palmdale. After the apparent deliberate ambush of the 30-year-old deputy, authorities offered a quarter million dollar reward for information leading to the capture of a suspect. They say tips led them to Kevin Salazar's home where investigators say he barricaded himself for hours. It's a nice home. Rendering after detectives released a chemical agent. Officers say they found firearms at the suspect's home and the car resembling the one used during the attack. 
Authorities say Deputy Clinton Rumor, a third-generation law enforcement officer, was in his patrol car Saturday evening outside the Palmdale Sheriff's Station when he was ambushed. This footage appearing to show the moment of the attack. Investigators still trying to determine the alleged killer's motive. I can tell you exactly what the motive was. Well, with 80%, 85% confidence, it was probably gang-related retaliation. That cop was probably involved in the killing of somebody from that dude's gang, and the cop got his comeuppance. Almost certainly. To the family, I'm so sorry. To those who wear the uniform, Fuck em. we're thankful for you. No, we're not. Engaged deputy training officer leaving behind a fiance and his parents. You speak for the yourself, motherfucker. They have arrested the person responsible for the deputy's murder. They are still asking the community for information as they prepare to build their case. Tim Pulliam, ABC News, Los Angeles. Was it Hassan? It could have been. They were like they were in his neck of the woods. We're going to go to Dallas, Texas, where we have video of a shootout. I don't know when this happened. There's a shootout between Dallas police and a murder suspect, but I'm not exactly sure when the incident occurred. But the footage was just released a couple of hours ago. Dallas police dash camera video shows the moment officers saw a gunman identified as Juan Vicente Zavala Lopez shooting into a truck on Sayin Road. The officers turned into a nearby business parking lot and got out of their vehicles with their duty weapons drawn. Zavala Lopez fired several times. After officers exchanged gunfire, the video shows officers chased the suspect to 2nd Avenue, where police say Zavala Lopez flipped his truck around and fired more shots at officers. You see him let go of the steering wheel and use both hands to shoot. Apparently this happened on September 14th. Twice at these officers, um, he used a two-hand shooting, so that means he was determined uh, to strike, which what he did, hitting one of our officers. Officer Derek Williams was hit. He was shot in the chest, but his bulletproof vest oh, saved him. It's the ninth officer involved shooting for DPD this year, and seven of those officers were shot at first. And it's becoming incredibly more dangerous for our officers, not just here in Dallas, but in the in the country as well. Shut the fuck up. Technology were able to track the suspect to a house in Louisville. Let me see your hand. Police say Zavala Lopez had a gun in his hands. You can hear him begging police to shoot him. Please kill me. Gun, gun, gun. Please kill me. It's in his hand. The Dallas. Well, buddy, buddy, buddy. What the fuck? If you wanted to, why didn't you stand up and start fucking uh, point the gun at him? They would have. What the hell? Don't just lay there and they absolutely would if you wanted to die suicide by cop. It's very easy to do it in this country. The fuck? Don't lay down and be like, please shoot me. No, that's not how you do it. In the, in the country as well. Dallas police using technology were able to track the suspect to a house in Louisville. Let me see your hands. Police say Zavala Lopez had a gun in his hands. You can hear him begging police to shoot him. Please kill me. Gun, gun, gun. Please kill me. It's in his hand. 
The Dallas SWAT team was able to take him into custody. Police say he is an illegal immigrant who had been deported nine times. That's what should make the citizens of Dallas and, and citizens of any community should make them very concerned. Chief Eddie Garcia says his officers are lucky they were not injured or killed that day. Ah, Flash might be right. Flash might be right. He used reverse psychology on them to get them to, to let him live. <laughs> God damn this country. Now, footage has been released of a teen, a teen who apparently stole a car. Oh, it's multiple, multiple teens stole a car and ran over a retired police chief. It's a sickening attack. The kids are all right. A bike rider deliberately mowed down in cold blood by teenagers who recorded everything. Well, okay, here's the thing. They didn't know it was a retired cop, so not a based move. Don't just go out here and start fucking running over cyclists. It's a sickening attack. A bike rider deliberately mowed down in cold blood by- Oh yeah, I'm really dropping the ball tonight, aren't I? Sorry. Teenagers who recorded everything. The victim, a retired police chief on his morning ride, is thrown into the air and came crashing down. The thugs laughing as they drive away. Their crime spree began when they stole a car and then police say rear-ended another motorist. Then they spotted Andreas Probst. The 64-year-old father of one had moved to Las Vegas after retiring as a small-town police chief in California. He took up biking to stay in shape. They honked, but he had no chance to get out of the way. Chief Probst was wearing an apple. Yeah, it's pretty despicable. Received an alert that he had fallen. She rushed to the scene finding his mangled bike, his helmet, and his phone strewn across the street. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. The rampage happened on August 14th. At first, investigators thought it was a hit and run. Then two weeks ago, they discovered the suspects had posted their sick video on social media. Only then did it become clear that Chief Probst had apparently been deliberately mowed down. Last week, the Las Vegas bike riding community gathered to remember him. They erected a memorial at the spot where he was killed. A bicycle painted white decorated with flowers. How do you get a what like TikTok censors like the like we that video of just a kid playing with a gun. TikTok took that fucking down. How how do you post running over somebody on a bike? Yeah, Lively unfortunately shut down. Heavy heavy.com still going. We we uh consult with Heavy many times here on this show. If Lively was still a thing, you certainly would have seen me use Live Link. <laughs> live leak. Live leak.
Premeditated murder, like... Yeah. I mean, you would you would you would have to call it that, right? Because they they clearly ah run over his ass. There's premeditation involved. Throw the book at him. That sucked. I don't think it is anymore, Tones. And I mean, they have the evidence of like ah run over his ass. Here's one that's going to piss you off. Mississippi jury has ruled that officers were justified in a fatal 2017 shooting where cops went to the wrong fucking house. How in the fuck can that be justified? Mississippi jury has rejected a civil lawsuit seeking monetary damages from two police officers who fatally shot a man while serving a warrant at the wrong house. Federal court jury in Oxford on Thursday ruled that South Haven officers Zachary Durden and Samuel Mays had not violated the civil rights. How do you not violate an innocent man's civil rights when you kill him? They had not violated the civil rights of Ishmael Lopez when Durden shot him to death in 2017. The verdict came after a four-day trial in a lawsuit by Claudia Liniers, the widow of Lopez, who sought $20 million in compensation. The verdict was that the jurors did not believe that the use of force used by Officer Durden and Mays was excessive in light of all the facts they considered. The case was notable in part because the city of South Haven had previously argued that Lopez had no civil rights to violate because the Mexican man was living in the United States illegally and faced deportation orders and criminal charges for illegally possessing guns. I don't think it works that way. The judge rejected that argument in 2020, finding constitutional rights apply to all persons in the United States. That's the way it's supposed to work. City of South Haven and now retired South Haven Police Chief Steve Pirtle was dismissed from the case in June after senior U.S. District Judge Michael P. Mills found they weren't liable for the officer's action under federal law. According to a report by the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation, Lopez and Liniers were in bed on July 24th when officers knocked on the door of their trailer. The officers were intending to serve a domestic violent warrant on a neighbor across the street, but got the addresses confused. Officers told the state investigators that they knocked on the door without identifying themselves. The door opened, a dog ran out, and Lopez pointed a rifle through the cracked door, which is his right. Mays shot the dog. Piece of shit. And in quick succession, Durden fired multiple shots at Lopez. A third officer on the scene told investigators he heard Durden order Lopez to drop the rifle several times before shooting Lopez. No known video exists of the shooting. 
So their body cameras were either off. It's possible to municipality that doesn't require them. Most municipalities in the country don't, but some, some still don't require uh, officers to, especially smaller municipalities, don't require officers to wear body cameras. It's possible that they weren't required to wear them. Clinically, good evening. You came just in time to get pissed off. No known video exists of the shooting. The 41-year-old man died from a bullet that struck him in the rear of his skull more than six feet from the door. Police said he was running away. Lawyers for Lopez, who died before he could be taken to the hospital, had disputed that he pointed a gun at the officers. They noted his fingerprints and DNA were not found on the rifle which was recovered more than six feet away from his body. They suggested that Durden shot Lopez because the officer was reacting to Mays shooting the dog. When state investigators arrived, they found Lopez lying dead in a prone position with his hands cuffed behind his back in the middle of the living room. Well, the mayor offered condolences to the family and then praised the outcome. Praised the outcome. Fuck. Fuck. Fucking shit. Also, also, I want to point out because, like, you might not have seen the clip. You might not have noticed. I'm proud of this one. Uh, the story from the cop last night. Not only not only did I put the Chris Dorner Appreciation Society over his own badge, I photoshopped the gang logo for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department onto their badge. Proud of myself on that one. That's their gang logo. Their gang logo on his badge. Also, just to be clear, what I did last night was a... A uh, uh, was illegal. <laughs> it was interfering in a investigation, <laughs> obstruction of justice. You could charge me with. Not only did I not delete the evidence, I clipped it and put it up on YouTube, and then shared it out to their Facebook page multiple times. Yes, but PB Girl, here's the thing. If they were to arrest me, it would probably be the best fucking publicity I could ever get for the Troll Patrol. I I would I would eat it. And can you imagine all the leftists like talking about uh, a prank calling after a after a deputy got shot? Best fucking promotion I could ever have for the Troll Patrol. But knowing my luck, they ain't going to come across country to arrest my ass, unfortunately. That's what, like, a cop beating the shit out of me for running my mouth would be awesome promotion for the show. It's probably not worth their time, but also they're petty bitches. They're petty bitches. And as I said, I posted it all over their Facebook page. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the only thing. I'll take a beating from a cop for good content. 
but I really don't. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of, I kind of like living. I really enjoy life. Even on, even on days like today when I'm, I'm facing a malaise. Not exactly feeling myself. And as, like, I, I have said this multiple times. <laughs> I would love it if Chris Scalise came and tried to fight me. I, and once again, if you guys weren't here from that, I, I wasn't expecting to get a real person. I figured I would get a, uh, a voicemail and I would just leave a, leave a tip. I was just going to tell them to go fuck themselves. But no, we, we got a real person. It's up on, it's up on YouTube. All right. Here we go. It's the moment you guys have all been waiting for. First content warning. Uh, I'm filling up my date to Beetlejuice, Flash. I'm filling up my date to Beetlejuice. Yep, they had a real person because it was a cop. They don't give a shit about anybody else's tips. Just another day in Mass Shooting USA, and we're getting ready to go over many of them. God damn. First to Romeoville, where nobody living in sexual anarchy today, apparently. You live in sexual anarchy? This one is horrific. Two kids, two adults, and multiple multiple puppies that's that's the thing that really gets me romeo romeoville romeoville john good evening september 17th at approximately 8:43 p.m the romeoville police department was required requested to conduct a well-being check on the 500 block of concord avenue a member of the family did not show up for work at 6 a.m on the morning of sunday september 17th and did not respond to phone calls throughout the day, resulting in family members becoming... This seems like it was domestic. This wasn't... Upon arrival, officers discovered four deceased individuals with gunshot wounds. The deceased have been identified as Roberto Rolone and Zorro... Zorro. Well, PP girl, um, there is a manhunt. The suspect is still on the loose. Rida Bartolome and two children. Preliminary investigation leads police to believe this happened between 9 p.m. on Saturday and 5 a.m. on Sunday morning. The investigation is still in its early stages. Due to the sensitivity of the case and to maintain the integrity of the investigation, we are not releasing further details. Anyone with information should contact the Romeoville Police Department at 815-886-7219. There will be no further press conferences. I'm not impeding an investigation into an actual killer. I don't I, like. I don't care about the cop dying. I'll impede that investigation all day long. But I'm not. I'm not calling in on this one because I like go catch that killer. We don't want him on the loose. Today, all updates will be made via news releases. I will take a couple of questions. Do you believe the shooting happened inside the home? We do. Oh, from one of the We don't believe that the offender is among the victims right now. 
So it is not a murder-suicide? It is not a murder-suicide. Are there any signs of any break-ins? I know when you all were there, there was a lot of evidence being taken out of the home, even a screen window. Due to the sensitivity of this case, as you can imagine, and to maintain the integrity of the investigation, we're not releasing any of that information. Due to the time frame that has gone by, more than 18 hours from the time we were contacted, um, we are not asking anybody to shelter in place. We are not actively looking for anybody in the area. But we do always ask our residents to have a good sense of self-awareness and to report anything that they might see as suspicious. I don't know how many details we're actually going to get inside the story here, Warlord. Uh, Romeo police, during a press conference on Monday, revealed more details uh, what they believe to be a murderer after officers conducting a wellness check at the residence on Sunday evening discovered two adults and two children had been shot to death. Yeah, there's there's really no other further details. Uh, Romeoville is in Will County, located approximately 30 miles south uh, southwest of Chicago. No further details were immediately available. It's possible they know more than they're letting on, but they don't want to hamper the investigation. That's that's fair. Right now, we are investigating this as, as, a, as a murder. And again, to maintain the integrity of the investigation, we're not really... This story is not mentioning the dogs, Libertad, uh, but I saw that multiple dogs had been shot and killed in a different story. Facing any of that information. Were there any animals located? Oh, there you go. We did recover three deceased dogs inside the home. They were shot, yes. Why the fuck you gotta? Why you gotta kill the kids? Why? Okay, you got a beef with somebody. You want to go to the house and fucking take somebody out? Cool, whatever. Cool. The kids, the puppies, they didn't do anything fucking wrong. And we don't know that it's not a beef. Or, I mean, that it is a beef or anything, you know? <laughs> Mary Jane. I, like, it could have just been a random home invasion. They could have been, you know, out to out to rob them. But, like, fuck off. Come the fuck on. Children and puppies. I have no respect for somebody that's out here shooting children and puppies. As if I have respect for for other kinds of murderers. Well, I mean, I do. <laughs> the, the, the one in L.A. County, right? <laughs> that dude's a fucking hero. Let's go to... Go to Denver for this one. I this one this one's fucking with me here. The the local news story having having a a shit time trying to keep it from playing without you guys seeing it. Puppies, puppies, why kill the puppies? It, I mean, like you know, you you cover enough of these these things, and you you kind of. You get a you get a a feel for what the what the mo is for things like this. This sounds personal. 
it sounds like they had a beef. I would put it at like, you know, 65% confidence, 70% confidence. They had a beef with the family. Killer was clearly a cat person. Fair enough. I'm a people. People think that I'm anti-dog because I have three cats and no, that's not it. I love all animals. I, if I had a house with a large yard, I probably would have puppies. I, you know, I, when I got the kitties, I, it wasn't unusual for me to pack up and go to Atlanta for a week. You can't just leave a dog by themselves in an apartment for a week. Cats are totally cool. You can leave them for a week. Chainsaw, good evening. This is exactly why we're not on Twitch. And then after watching the video from last night, I kind of want an otter. Hey, outlaw breeders, outlaw, both human and dog breeders, outlaw them both. It's all, it's all a bad idea. All a bad idea. So I mentioned I referred to the suspect as a he. We don't know uh, that the suspect was a he. Usually, usually in a shooting like that, it would be a he, but... You never know. This is the United States of America. It's Mass Shooting USA. Okay, Warlord, you bring that up. And here's the thing is I kind of have a pregnancy fetish. You live in sexual anarchy. God damn. Never got to fulfill that one, but have come so close like three different times. One time, <laughs> one time was my best friend's dad's ex-girlfriend. And I, for some reason, I thought she was pregnant with his kid, but it wasn't his kid. It was a, remember, I'm from Eastern Kentucky, guys. But it was an election day and I was the news director of nine radio stations. And I was like, I saw her at like a polling place and like we're out of the car and she was like ready to go to my apartment. I'm like, I've, I've got work to do. We need to do this at some other time. <laughs> it's election day. And I never got to do it. I never got to do it. Yeah, technically, technically, I think I have had uh, relations with a pregnant girl, and it was my kid Bef before before we went to the clinic. Anyway, and that's the story we're gonna get in. We're gonna get into abortion here later on. So in the last story, I referred to the suspect as a he. That was wrong of me. I, I don't necessarily know that it's a he. I mean, usually in shootings, it's a he. However, I might be able to present you a story of a mass shooting done by a woman. In front of a Lodo bar. Police now confirming to Fox 31 the suspect is a woman who was denied entry because security at the bar thought she was using someone else's ID. Now Fox 31's Vicente Arenas breaking that story this afternoon. He joins us live from Lodo with those breaking details. Vicente, what can he tell us? 
Erica, we have learned a lot more about what happened in this area right behind me here. We understand the woman was in line to get in and then there was a problem with her ID. They didn't want to let her in because there was an ID we were told that was not hers. Then a few minutes later, there was a shooting here. Let's show you some of the video that came in from late Saturday night. A spokesperson for the Denver Police Department told Fox 31 a young woman trying to get in the bar. Security personnel believed that the ID she was trying to use, not hers. Then there was a confrontation or a fight as well as a verbal altercation, at which time she produced a handgun, according to Denver police. Then they say she started shooting. Denver's executive director of public safety, Armando Saldate, said that woman may have been shooting towards security personnel from the club and that the people hit were not intended targets. There were both on-duty officers and off-duty officers in the area when the shooting happened. There's not a, a magic yes. one here to fix. The Dirks Bentley bar can't be that fucking cool. Why are you why are you wanting to shoot your way in? You're in goddamn Denver. There are far more there are far better things to do in goddamn Denver than go shoot up the Dirks Bentley bar. You can go to Beetlejuice and get a handy. This and prevent something like this from happening or any gun violence. Ray, good evening. We do know that police presence is a deterrence to criminal behavior. However, it's not, it, it's not the be all end all. Mr. Saldate answering a question there about different security efforts that have been undertaken in this downtown area. Now the woman escaped and we're expecting to see some kind of video and or pictures from Metro Denver Crime Stoppers showing her picture as police search for her. As I mentioned, there has been another big shooting just a block away from here. There have been big discussions on how to make the area safer. Oh my God. No, don't autoplay. I don't like this local news site. Oh, oh. Breaking new developments to the shooting that left five people hurt in front of a local. Shut up. This is the picture of the woman. It was attached in the story. She looks like Bjork. Why did Bjork go and shoot up a club? Oh, you think she looks like Taylor Shabiznis? No, no, no. She looks like Bjork. She looks like she's going to go, like, make some music with, with grunts and flutes. Look how badass she looks with that gun in her hand. Oh, God. According to police, the suspect may have been shooting towards security personnel. That's that's all the that's all the details that we have. If you ever meet a human in human behavior or you ever I fucked up the lyrics. He looks exactly like someone who would have a fake ID and a gun. Tried to make a human behavior joke. Didn't work out too well. How many mass shootings is that? <laughs> what are we up to now? Oh my God. I hate this country. The nature of my relationships. Which relationships? Relationships with who? What are you talking about? Motherfucker, I haven't seen another person in like a month. I, I haven't had human contact in like a month at this point. 
Perhaps that's one of the reasons why I'm in bad mental health shape. I don't know. Who fucking knows? Maybe I need to get out of the house. I do. I have you guys, but I meant like like having having another human here. It's been like a month since Pumpkin uh, Spice came over. Or Curious, or whichever one you want to call her. Bots confirmed. Fair, fair enough, Tones. Fair enough. That one included two shootings, so technically we're up to three. Here's another one for you. Tones up to almost a year. Didn't you have, didn't you go out and party a little too hard last time you were out? Danielle, good evening. I like, I like, it's, I've just been busy. I've just been busy here at the house. It's not like, you know, my best friend has stopped by a couple of times. He was here just like two months ago or something. Pumpkin Spice comes over usually every, every two or three weeks. Uh, but she, she went on vacation, so, and she's been really busy. That's probably why I haven't had any, like, actual human contact. Let's go to Mississippi. Her mass shooting at a Mississippi pool hall, uh, hall leaves one dead, six others injured. Mass shooting at a former nightclub in Mississippi claimed the life of a woman and left six others needing medical treatment. According to Chula, police chief Kenny Hampton, the shots came from a vehicle outside the mix around 11 p.m. on Friday. The mix is a nightclub turned pool hall in a town of around 1,600 people. Seven people were shot, including one woman who died at the scene. Two shooting victims were taken to a hospital in Lexington, Mississippi, and then airlifted from Lexington to the University of Mississippi Medical Center. One of them had been shot three times. Of the other victims, three were treated in Lexington and one in Greenwood. Rounds were discovered from an AK-47 and and from an AR-15. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't had visitors stop by. But, you know, I say I feel like I walked to the store maybe like a week ago or so. So maybe I'm, I'm wrong. And I actually did go over across the street to the store. It's not a bad time to be held, uh, holed up because uh, COVID cases are going up. And unlike a lot of people, I don't particularly want to get it. Well, t- <laughs> Warlord, Warlord putting this, this Marilyn Manson story in here. Of all the things Marilyn Manson has been accused of, that is the least egregious I've heard. I, you know, like, I would have told you I was a huge Marilyn Manson fan when I was in high school listening to Mechanical Animals, but every album he's put out since then sucks ass. So, like, 
I'm going to assume that whoever was the producer of Mechanical Animals and Antichrist Superstar, that the producer did all the work on that Marilyn Manson album, and that's the reason why those two are good. I'm not the biggest Corn fan, but yeah, I probably like Corn a lot better than Marilyn Manson. The the unplugged version of Freak on a Leash with Amy Lee, holy shit, that's a masterpiece. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, there's a couple of songs off of like what Holy Holy Weird or Holly Hollywood Hollywood or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, there's a couple of songs I like on that album, but, like, it is nowhere near uh, Antichrist Superstar. Mechanical Mechanical Animals is by far my favorite. I can listen to that whole thing fucking all the way through. I'm not sure, Tones. I'm not sure. But, like, usually when that's a thing, when, like, you like a couple of albums by, by an artist and then everything else they do sucks, it's because they had a good producer for those albums. Is this the, like, This Is Halloween song? See, I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I, my my uh, knowledge of Nightmare Before Christmas uh, comes from Kingdom Hearts. Because I've played Kingdom Hearts. I tried to get Sparkles to watch it, and she had she hated the movie for some reason. Something about the animation style or something. Because uh, I was like, "Hey, I've never seen." Oh, by the way, I didn't realize my broom was still back there in the corner. Usually, I move it. I don't like, I don't like having a broom back there. No, no more streams until I do. Well, I'll watch it for Halloween this year. I have it. Yeah, I don't think she liked claymation or some shit. I don't know. I tried to get her to watch it with me a couple of years ago. Didn't know I was a witch. Am I fucking insane? Yeah. Yeah. It's just insane. I understand. I understand. I watch it this year. It'll be one of the one of the the movies I watch this year for Halloween. So I try I tried to get her to watch it like multiple years in a row, I think. I will watch I will watch it this year. I like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas segments in Kingdom Hearts, so I'm down with it. Sorry, I didn't realize that of all the controversial opinions I have, that one is the one that, that's the one that gets me canceled. Is it a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? Well, I'll wait until I'll wait until Christmas and watch it. Then I'm sorry. I thought it would. I thought it could go either way. I thought it swung both ways. <laughs> Warlord pulling the meme. It's in the name. It's in the name. <laughs> It's right there in the name. Once again, like guys, like as I said, I, I have not been feeling good. I've not been in, in the best headspace. But like I fucking, I get on here. Like I, I was dreading coming on, but I, I get so.
I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for. Like you got you guys, you lift me up. You're the wind beneath my wings. I'm not high enough for this shit. Illinois. Illinois becomes the first state to eliminate cash bill as a condition of pretrial release. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Rick Astley was at, um... Glastonbury this year. Fantastic set. Apparently did another set with uh, the doing the Smiths songs. And I haven't got to watch that one yet, but I love the Smiths. Really hate Morrissey, though I love his fucking mute. Duke can write a fucking song. Oh, you like it? I okay. So I'm I'm going to try to go back to. Uh, I've I've really fucked my tolerance up. I'm going to try to go back to smoking because I have an insane collection of glass pieces, metal pieces. Like I've got fucking everything. Everyone should hate Morrissey. But goddamn, if the Smiths and even Morrissey solo shit isn't fucking amazing. I'm so, I, I'm such a huge fan of Morrissey and I hate the motherfucker so much. What do you, hey, Warlord, what do you think? Let's get a Brit's opinion on it. Libertad, what's, a, what's your opinion on Morrissey? Cashed. Jim Morrissey. <laughs> Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. There might be a mass shooting. Don't go to don't go don't show me the way to the Dirks Bentley whiskey bar. Oh don't ask why. Oh don't ask why. Illinois has become the first state to eliminate cash bill as a condition of pretrial release. Dave Grohl always based. Beginning on September 18th, that is today, Illinois eliminated cash bill as a pretrial release condition. Under previous law, defendants had to pay, or defendants had to pay 10% of their bond. This is Lavette Mays, a mother of two, couldn't afford a $25,000 bond payment. The amount of money my family I knew couldn't afford to pay. I think I just went numb. I was in shock knowing that I would have to spend this amount of time in jail, you know, simply because I couldn't pay the bond. Being detained pre-trial can often have immediate and long-lasting consequences, especially for mothers. My business, why? I was incarcerated and I lost my house while I was incarcerated. To lose everything and almost losing custody of my kids, it was really devastating to me. It like fucking tears lives up and like, 
How are you supposed to come out and be a productive member of society when you lost your house? And remember, she this is pre-trial, pre-trial. She's not she's not been convicted of anything. This fucking country. And knowing that going through pre-trial, how hard it hurts, not because of your charges, but simply because you can't pay a cash bond. It won't be long, I promise, Demir. This is Nakuya Brooks, who is a mother and spent a year in jail after being unable to come up with 150 grand. Because you're being detained is the proper term they use. But you're also being punished twice because you're poor. Mm-hmm. Studies by advocacy groups have shown that being detained pre-trial can have a negative impact on the outcome of a person's case. You look guilty because you're in jail. So I felt stigmatized by that. Every time I would have to go before the judge wearing his uniform, my hands shackled at my waist, and I'm wearing leg irons and chains, and I'm walking before the judge like that. So nothing that I say is pertinent to him because I'm just some criminal. On pre-trial detention, Akuya took a plea deal and now struggles to find work due to the drug possession plea. Drug possession. The very beginning, they ran my background and found out about my felony and terminated my driver account. I'm struggling where I don't have a job. I've been unemployed for six months. I don't know where I'm going to find money for rent. I don't know where I'm going to find money for bills. And so this felony continues to disenfranchise me more and more and more. Both Levette and Nakuya believe that their cases would have had a better outcome had they not been held pre-trial after not being able to pay the bond. Probably lost her right to vote, too. The triple quadruple whammy. Good on Illinois for ending cash bail. I appreciate that. The bail and bond system in this country is fucking nuts. Speaking of fucking nuts and pre-trial conferences, holy shit on this one. You live in sexual anarchy. A Dallas public defender has been charged for having relationships with inmates, disclosing victim information. Public defenders, they're in courtrooms daily representing defendants who can't afford an attorney. Yet one public defender in Dallas County found herself in the county jail last week. Arrest documents read that 28-year-old Reagan Moreno was having an intimate relationship with an inmate at the jail. Their phone calls... Four-hour visit. A four-hour visit. I'm going to tell you that public defenders are incredibly overworked. They ain't spending more than like 15 minutes with a client. That's not a knock on public defenders. They do an amazing fucking job for shit pay and a huge caseload. But they ain't no way they spending four hours with somebody if they ain't boinking them.
relationship with an inmate at the jail. Their phone calls suspiciously personal per investigators. During one, the inmate waving a towel in front of his cell window high up in the north tower of the jail, telling Moreno to look for him. She, per the documents, below in a parking lot, there to expose herself to him, per the call, but couldn't because a marked police vehicle was nearby. Still, an attorney having a relationship with a client, not illegal in Texas, but as a public defender, her attorney Jason Lawrence, unethical. Probably not necessarily the wisest thing you can do. Lawrence has taken court-appointed cases in both Waco and Houston. When we're talking about not necessarily the wisest thing you can do, we could also put your haircut in that category, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry thing you can do. Lawrence has taken court-appointed cases in both Waco and Houston. You, you can't get away with that haircut unless your name is Conan O'Brien, son. The Josh Hawley cut. <laughs> the wisest thing you can do. Lawrence has taken court-appointed cases in both Waco and Houston. When your salary is funded by the taxpayers, you should be careful about the sort of relationships that you form with your clients. What landed Moreno in jail, though? Something more serious, investigators wrote. During one of her calls, she allegedly revealed victim information to the inmate in one of his brother's pending assault cases. The brother even joining the call at one point per the documents. The victim in that case later revealing she received a text from a jail tablet belonging to the inmate Moreno was representing that read, I swear before Christ, you haven't met me, but you will and how you meet me depends all on you. Disclosing them to a third party party uh, with sensitive witness information is generally never something that you should do as an attorney. Moreno was charged with one count of abuse of official capacity. She has no disciplinary record per the state bar of Texas, but the agency may investigate all this now. We also reached out to the Dallas County Public Defender's Office for a comment, but have not heard back yet. In Dallas, I'm Matt Howerton. Well, so now she's into discipline. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to skip this. Let's go. Let's get into politics, shall we? Let's do the... Let's do the criminal cases facing the former president and the current president's son. Apparently, Republicans are really pissed that Hunter Biden dared to sue the IRS. Republican fury grows over Hunter Biden IRS lawsuit. Why? <laughs> Following Hunter Biden's lawsuit against the IRS on Monday over tax disclosures, he is facing considerable backlash from Republicans. The lawsuit comes after an investigation into Biden's business affairs continues and increasing legal and political struggles, including Biden's recent indictment on federal firearms charges and an impeachment inquiry into his father. President's son filed the lawsuit alleging that two agents targeted and sought to embarrass him as they wrongly shared his personal tax information. 
The civil lawsuit filed in Washington alleges the improper disclosures included the uh, specific tax years under investigation, deductions, and allegations about liability as Hunter Biden says federal whistleblower protections don't include the sharing of confidential information in press interviews and testimony before Congress. According to the AP, while the lawsuit doesn't question the investigation itself, it seeks to force compliance with federal tax and privacy laws and stop the spread of unsubstantiated allegations and unlawful disclosure of his tax information. Sounds reasonable to me. However, many Republicans are already criticizing the younger Biden's actions regarding the lawsuit. I don't under I don't understand how you, like you can cheer Trump on launching all these fucking frivolous lawsuits to challenge democracy itself. And you can all stand by, well, he has the right to do it in court. He has the right to do it in court. And you're going to fucking get all up in arms, get your panties in a wad about fucking Hunter Biden. He's got the right to sue the IRS. That's his right as a citizen. Apparently, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene took to social media uh, and gave her response to the lawsuit, saying it was hilarious. President Joe Biden's son is now attacking whistleblowers. Steve Guest, who calls himself a conservative communicator, posted. In addition, IRS Supervisory Special Agent Greg Shapley and a second agent, Joe Ziegler, both have denied political motivation and have alleged that the prosecutor overseeing the investigation, Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, didn't have full authority to bring charges in other jurisdictions. In response to Biden's lawsuit, the Committee on Oversight and Accountability posted a statement on X alleging that Biden is using the lawsuit as witness intimidation. The hypocrisy is fucking astounding. In response to Biden's lawsuit, the, I already said that. Empower Oversight Whistleblower and Research, an organization aimed at helping insiders document and report corruption, posted a statement from Shapley's legal team. The suit against the IRS is just another frivolous smear by Biden family attorneys trying to turn people's attention away from Hunter Biden's own legal problems and intimidate any current and former whistleblowers. Come on, man. This, this is all a frivolous smear to turn people's attention away from Trump and his 91 indictments. And that's the thing. I don't like Nepo babies. Let's fucking, let's fucking, uh, yeah, Tones, I do my best to dead name it, but it was in the story. I'm like, I have to read ahead, right? To kind of know what, what's coming and shit. So yeah, I'm with you. I usually call it Twitter. I don't like calling it X, but I'm reading, I'm reading on the fly. The audacity, the fucking audacity of these fucks. Speaking of Trump, apparently we have new information in his case. This is uh, pertaining, which, yeah, I need to be more specific, don't I? I need to be more specific. In the classified documents case, the federal classified documents case. 
ABC News has now learned new exclusive information about special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into classified documents taken by former President Trump. Our investigative unit learning that Trump allegedly wrote to-do lists for his assistant on the back of note cards that were marked classified. Again, this is according to sources that telling this to ABC News. Now, this is just the latest in this ongoing documents case against the former president. You'll recall back in June, Trump pled not guilty to 37 criminal counts related to his handling of classified materials, ranging from U.S. nuclear secrets to the nation's defense capabilities. So let's get the latest now from our chief Washington correspondent, Jonathan Carl. Uh, so, John, thank you so much for joining he us here. And what exactly are your sources telling you about this. Kana, this is a major development uh, learned here exclusively by ABC News in that classified documents case. What we have learned is that Trump's personal secretary, Molly Michael, and you have to understand Molly Michael is somebody who worked extraordinarily close with Donald Trump, both while he was president, she had a desk right outside the Oval Office, and after he left the White House in Mar-a-Lago and at his uh, club up in Bedminster, New Jersey. What we have learned is that she has told investigators uh, that Trump on multiple occasions wrote her notes. She described them as, thing, as lists of things to do, essentially to-do lists on the back of documents that had very clear classification markings, treating those classified documents as if they were scrap paper and writing these to-do lists to give to her. Uh, furthermore, what we have learned is uh, that Molly Michael, the day after Mar-a-Lago was searched by the FBI, after they executed that search warrant last August, she went to Mar-a-Lago and went to her desk and discovered that inside one of the drawers, underneath a divider in that drawer, the documents were still there. The FBI did not retrieve them, either didn't see them or didn't find them or didn't search in that particular spot. But for whatever reason, those documents were still there. At that moment, she arranged to turn those documents over to the Department All these Oh, that's stunning. So she went right to the FBI and the Department of Justice with those documents. And John, what do we know about the current status of Molly Michael? I mean, does she still work for Trump? Well, it's interesting. Uh, as I mentioned, she worked for him for a number of years, uh, but she left that job. She quit uh, in the fall of last year, so she is no longer a Trump employee. After the raid. One very critical uh, point in all of this is when she was still working for Trump and the FBI reached out to talk to her, she told the former president that the FBI had reached out. And according to Molly Michael, according to our sources, Molly Michael told investigators that Trump told her, you know nothing about the boxes. In fact, of course, Molly Michael was very much involved with the boxes, with the moving of the boxes, along with Walt Nauta, who is now under indictment along with the former president. Wow, a fascinating uh, revelation in this case, really John. And so did she turn state's witness, and that's why she's not under indictment. Important to note here, a spokesperson for former President Donald Trump has said that uh, this report is based on illegal leaks and lacks proper context and relevant information. Also, that President Trump did nothing wrong and has uh, always insisted uh -huh. on truth and transparency and acted yeah. in a proper manner. According to Trump has already always insisted on truth declined to comment but on truth Jonathan Carl and our entire investigative unit for that report this evening hi everyone George shut up George nobody fucking cares another former Trump employee was asked about him voting for him in 2024 
She says she's not going to. Well, I'm glad I pulled this up before I showed it to you guys because you always request a content warning. Anytime we go to Morning Joe, and I did not know it was a Morning Joe clip until I pulled it up just now. So, content warning, here's Joe and Mika. One of Donald Trump's co-defendants in the Georgia election interference case says she will not vote for him next year. Former Trump lawyer Jenna Ellis, who was part of the so-called elite strike force team that worked to overturn Joe Biden's victory in 2020, made the comments on her radio show last week, calling Trump a narcissist. He has a radio show? Wait, whoa. I know. Yes, he's a narcissist, but like, if that's your reason not to vote for him, why would you have voted for him the other two times? Like, these people, like, talking about how they, they get disgusted by Trump and everything, like, you didn't know it back in 2015? That's just astounding to me. Know him well as a as a friend, as a former boss. I have great love and respect for him personally. But everything that you just said resonates with me as exactly why I simply can't support him for elected office again. Um, why I have have chosen to uh, to distance is because of that, um, frankly, malignant narcissistic tendency to. Uh, to to simply say that that he's never done anything wrong and the total idolatry that I'm seeing from some of the supporters that are unwilling to put the Constitution and the country and the conservative principles above their love for a a star uh, is really troubling and I think that we do need to as Americans and as conservatives and particularly as Christians take this very seriously and understand where are we putting our vote wait uh, uh, where did this come where from? where did this come from I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused Jonathan Lemire uh, a malignant narcissist uh, I guess nobody could have seen this before again I'm all I am all yeah, let's about converts so I'm not gonna do what liberals do like, why Fuck you, Joe. Why are you on my side now? I'm very You're a loser because you've not been on my side before. What? I'm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I am. This, this is just a little jarring. It was really jarring. This is a little. Let's bring in. Uh, 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 bring in nuts. Charlie that in a second. so jarring. But talk about how jarring this is, Jonathan Lemire, where she From was. Jenna Ellis. And where she is now. And again, I'm all about converts. Amen. Breaking news. And what she said was correct. Breaking yes. news, Donald Trump, narcissist. Word just got to Jenna Ellis on that. I can't imagine it has anything to do with the idea that she's facing criminal charges in Fulton County, Georgia, alongside Donald Trump and nearly two dozen other co-defendants. This must be some sort of coincidence, Joe Mika. It could be. Let's bring in right now uh, Charlie Sykes. He's the founder of the conservative website, The Bulwark, and also national political correspondent for The New York Times, Lisa Lehrer. Her latest reporting is titled, Top Democrats' Bullishness on Biden 24 Collides with Voters' Worries. First of all, uh, Charlie, I will say it again. I will say it again. I, I, as a Baptist, I'm all about, I'm all about. They seem genuinely in love, though, Venus. Like, I'm going to. They have good chemistry together on screen and shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to knock them for that. 
what are you guys saying that I'm not here? Like I like I think they're perfect for each other. Talking about Joe and Mika for anybody that might be listening to the audio only of this. Yay. I'm glad she sees it. I, I really am. I, yeah. I, I'm glad she's saying it. Uh, right. It is, though, it is it is it is quite jarring coming from somebody that, that pushed the campaign. Lies they could be good actors. You're, you're right. Uh, and just learning now that she's a malignant narcissist. Yeah, she is shocked shocked to learn that there's a cult of personality around <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm not bashing you guys for it put his needs ahead of the constitution I'm I'm, I'm sorry it just yes um well, well welcome to the res- okay so basically they're just saying all the shit that I said what 15 seconds before he played the story and doing it uh, in a far more smug manner I would say I just I've always thought that they they seem like they love each other and they have good charisma and and uh I've just I've, I've never been taken aback by like they they hate each other in real life I was just wondering like what might make you think that I feel like they've probably fucked in that studio multiple times I feel like they've probably fucked in that studio that studio multiple times probably probably before they were even together they hate fucked okay fair enough as someone who is not hate fucking I don't think Maybe she is because she was with somebody that owns a drag bar. Maybe that was a hate fuck. But Lauren Bobert now defending her actions, I think. I'm pretty sure everybody knows they're married, right? Weren't they both married to somebody else too and they cheated on their spouses? With each, I, I may be I may be getting that wrong, but I want to say they were both married and cheated and then became a couple. But like, like their on-screen chemistry is probably the best thing about that show. Other, uh, 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 Willie Geist is pretty cool. I like Willie. Yeah, fuck them and their comments about Bernie. Fuck Chris Matthews. I'm glad he got fired. Lauren Bobert seemed pretty into her date the other night, but she went on OAN to defend, apologize. I don't even know what this is. I, a little of both. We just had Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, announce an impeachment inquiry yesterday. Uh, we're facing a government shutdown and, and trying to fund the federal government. We have one. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. We have uh, Zelensky threatening to send uh, refugees here. And- yeah, Zelensky gets here later in the week. Bobert getting kicked out of the Buell Theater in Denver, Colorado. It's what the media Buell. does. It's what the media does. So yes, what, it is. what, what it went what down? Do. You know, um, I was a little too uh, eccentric. I, I am I'm very known for... Is that what they call intoxicated nowadays? You were intoxicated, ma'am. You were intoxicated. Nothing wrong with it. Not judging you. Was there weed in your vape? It's cool. It's legal in Colorado. 
no judgment whatsoever on that other than like you judge everybody else is the problem it's it's a hypocrisy you were sloshed it's what the media does so yes, what, it is. what what, what went down do. you know, um i was a little too uh eccentric i i am i'm very known for having uh a animated personality uh maybe overtly animated Me personality too. I was laughing, I was singing, having a fantastic time, was told to kind of settle it down. That's not the problem. Uh, which I did, but then uh, my next slip up was uh, taking a picture of right. uh, the You can't the take any images of the play. I've done it too. I've snuck them. No, no, hold on. She wasn't taking images of the play. She was taking flash selfies during the play. She wasn't even like getting pictures of the show i always i sneak my phone in i'll take a little you turn the fucking flash off you get a shot of the show looking a bit mormony today definitely not the kind of dress that she wore to beetlejuice can't take any images of the play i've done it too i've snuck them right so you got thrown out because you took a pick and you weren't supposed to but you know what here's my whole thing arguing there's reports saying that i was arguing threatening to call the denver mayor i don't know why i would ever call the denver mayor i think he would have tried to lock me up yeah um there's reports saying i was on the board of something i don't know what i'm on the board of uh i didn't hear any of this shit a lot of things let me tell you uh but <laughs> well probably the people that complain here's what i'm thinking you're in denver lauren it's very liberal the people that complain to the living on the edge recognized you and been like oh i think that's that maga girl yeah, yeah exactly you know how they are I get it. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, I think you explained it well enough in the main. What liars. Wow. You know, you could show the video that proves her wrong, right? Like it's, it's, it's all available. It's OAN. What was I expecting? I guess since we've seen her titties now, she's not a lizard person issue. I I had my thoughts that maybe she might have been a lizard person. But lizards, lizards are pretty cool. I feel sorry for this lizard, which couldn't get its traction on a uh, tile floor. Oh, buddy, I'm so sorry. Oh, you got a little traction on the rug. Visual representation of the word skadiddle. I thought that was cute as shit. Poor feller can't get any traction. He's trying to get out. Those floors are very clean. There he goes. There he's looking good. I will tell you that Smokey has done that a few different times here on these hardwood floors. He has a hard time getting traction when he gets to the zoomies, and it's hilarious. Not quite like that, though. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before we hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.